always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that God wants better for you. In this podcast, we'll explore this truth. What you prefer to happen isn't always best for you. Sometimes the things that upset, annoy, disappoint, or frustrate you the most are the very things God uses to mature, prepare, and position you to receive greater and better. So give up your plans and watch God do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think. Welcome to this your Thursday, June 20th, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. It's your friend here, Deanna Hobbs. I am founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. My team and I distribute free resources worldwide to help you grow in your faith, discover your divine purpose, and be everything God desires you to be. I begin every podcast by bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios. That's right here in the city of Buffalo, New York. It is currently a mild 65 degrees and rainy here in the Queen City. Yesterday was my first day back in the studio, I believe since late April, and I am still going through all the lovely messages from you. You are the best anywhere in the world, and I thank you for choosing to support this ministry through generous donations at empoweringeverydaywomen.com forward slash donate and for allowing me to sow seeds of inspiration into your heart. Every podcast is free and available for streaming and downloading on iTunes, Google Play, and other digital media outlets. Visit my website at yourdailycupofinspiration.com. I'm ready to dive into this word, but first a prayer. God, thank you for another day and for sending this beautiful person here to press play. It is not an accident that they are here. It is a divine date with destiny. So word my mouth and give me just the right words to say to encourage them and remind them that you desire only the best things for their lives. In Jesus name. Amen. Daily Cut family, our oldest son, Kadar, loves sports. I mean, more than anyone else in our household. He's 15 and his favorite sport is NASCAR racing. Kadar's second favorite is football and rounding out the top three is drum roll, please, basketball. So Kadar likes to make a big bowl of popcorn before the games and root for his favorite teams. He jumps up and screams and shouts at the TV. It is hilarious and amusing to watch Kadar because here's what you have to know about Kadar. Any other time, Daily Cut family, Kadar is really laid back. He's more of the strong, silent type. That is until he is screaming his head off for his favorite team. He goes nuts and his voice just booms off the walls. So during the recent NBA finals between the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors, did you watch it? Well, Mr. Kadar tried to get me to watch and I was an avid viewer during the Michael Jordan era, but I'm more of a football girl. So I probably saw a grand total of 30 minutes of the whole series. From the beginning though, let me just point out, Kadar was rooting for Toronto and nobody in the house thought that the Raptors could beat the Warriors, but Kadar was a believer from the beginning and his faith paid off. So congratulations, by the way, to Raptors fans and condolences (laughs) to Warriors fans. It's okay. They already have rings. But while this whole series was going on, I could have watched it. That is, if I were interested, especially because I am in a slower 
shower season right now and I can't get up and go the way I ordinarily would, which I explained in yesterday's broadcast. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you do. And let me be honest, it's a little strange. I am used to being active in ministry. If you know me, you know that I love doing philanthropy work. Because my heart longs to do the will of God and I do my best to serve the Lord by serving others, I find it especially challenging not to be active. Okay, so late last night, I couldn't get to sleep and the Lord led me to read a Bible story in Luke chapter 10 verses 38 through 42 in the New International Version. And here's what that passage says. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Now this took place in a village of Judea called Bethany, about a couple miles east of Jerusalem, and it was on the road to Jericho. Bethany was the home of Jesus's dear friends, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, and its name means house of figs because there were lots of fig trees and palm trees in the area. In some translations, Bethany is also known as the house of misery or affliction. On the day Jesus arrived as a house guest of Martha, it felt more like a house of misery though because Martha, who prided herself on offering incredible hospitality, got upset, agitated, and hostile to the point where she was asking Jesus, her guest, to intervene in a family dispute. She also implied that Jesus lacked compassion for her. Couldn't he see that Martha's service to him was more important than anything? Why wasn't he helping her? You know, Martha was probably pretty shocked when Jesus didn't take her side. In fact, he told Martha she was distracted and worried about the wrong stuff and that by sitting down and listening to him, Mary was right and had made the better choice. Now, very frequently, we vilify Martha in this story, but in her defense, Jesus' statement was kind of stunning because if you study first century Jewish culture, you'll quickly recognize that it was very patriarchal. Men were the ones who studied and would sit at a rabbi's feet, which meant you were a disciple of his. That was a man's role, according to the culture. But we know Jesus welcomed women disciples. He bucked the system and treated women with dignity. But in Judaism at that time, a woman's place was thought to be in the home. And amazing hospitality traditionally was her role and should have been the woman's priority and primary concern. But Jesus didn't then and he doesn't now follow cultural norms. He doesn't do what we think he should do. He doesn't react the way we think he should react to our whims and desires. There was a woman who reached out to me. She was so upset and told me that she had lost her faith because things did not turn out the way that she wanted them to. She was believing God to heal someone and she said they died and because of that she no longer believed God and I sympathized with her and I offered my condolences and I told her I would be praying and many times that is the reality for us. We pray and pray and God does not answer in the way that we want him to answer us and yet he is good and he is sovereign and he is faithful and he does have a plan and he does know what's best for us even when our finite minds cannot conceive of his plan. His ways are not like ours. Can I get a witness on that? And neither 
are his thoughts. There will be seasons in your life when you feel like Martha. Even though Jesus is in your house and in your heart, things will not go the way you believe they should. And sometimes in your humanness, you will feel like, Lord, don't you care? I'm reminded of Mark 4 and 38 when Jesus was sleeping on the boat in the midst of the storm. Remember that? The disciples woke Jesus up and asked him, don't you care that we perish? Don't you care that we're about to drown? Friend, he does care. You see, Mary was the one who valued Jesus' teaching, which is what leads to a life of peace and joy and fullness and wholeness and salvation and abundance. The lesson here is knowing Jesus is better and more important than perfect circumstances, more important than favorable outcomes, more important than getting what we want, how we want it. It is God's desire for you to know him. In Matthew eleven twenty nine, Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. How do you learn? Sometimes through the house of misery and affliction, through pain, through lack, through struggle, through challenges, through situations that stretch you. Psalm 119.71 says, it is good for me that I was afflicted that I might learn your statutes. It was good for me to go through Bethany, the house of misery and affliction, that I might learn to sit at your feet, that I might learn that I can't get too busy to hear a word from you, that I might learn that pleasing you isn't a performance, that I might learn that your way is better than mine, that I might learn that you are sovereign and always right, even when what you do is different from what I want. After you have been in the house of misery for a little while, 1 Peter 5 and 10 says it's going to get better. God will restore, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Better days are coming. New and better doors are opening. Bigger and better opportunities are on the way. Your season of better is up next, but you have to go through the house of misery to get to your place of destiny and to remind you that it's going to work out for you. I'm stirring the latter portion of Isaiah 54 and 17 as it reads in the Message Bible right into your cup of inspiration. It says, this is what God's servants can expect. I'll see to it that everything works out for the best. As you drink down the contents of your cup, know that your best days are still ahead of you because God is not through with you yet. Trust the Lord through the process. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you, oh God, for reminding them that this dark cloud is lifting and that you have only allowed this so they can tap into their season of better. We praise you that this house of misery is leading to their place of destiny. For all these things, we bless you. In Jesus' powerful and matchless name, we pray. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 